Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Chicago Bulls get a double overtime victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers after a disappointing loss to the Detroit Pistons. How the Bulls won this game, though, is what made this win even the more special with the rebounding impact and Ernalot Patim having his coming out party in a lot of ways for the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about that. First, we're going to talk once again about the minutes to Kobe White, and we're going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, Let's go ahead and get into this content for today. And the Bulls got this double overtime victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, this was a game where the Bulls just refused to go away. And that's how you, how you really want to look at this game. The Bulls' refusal to go away, erasing a 12-point uh, deficit in the fourth quarter alone. And just the, the, first, the first overtime period, teams were matched. But they just had so much more uh, energy in that second overtime period. They also, Nikola Vucevic with a three-pointer that the Bulls went on a 16-3 run. We are now 19-15 and 15 in clutch games in this season. And when you look at the way that the Bulls won this game, DeMar DeRozan was demarvelous yet again. 35 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Andre Drummond with 17 points, 26 rebounds in this game. Vooch with 24 rebounds, thir- I mean 24 points, 13 rebounds. Iodasumu with 21 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. A still in the block in there as well. The Bulls overall in this game had four players with double-doubles in this game with DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Andre Drummond, and Kobe White all with double-doubles. That is the first time that, uh, that the Bulls have had four players finish with double-doubles since March of 2003 when it was Darnell Marshall, Tyler, uh, Tyson Chandler, Eddie Curry, and Jamal Crawford when they all did that. So the Bulls have now done something that have not been done for t- over tw- 21 years, basically, is how long it's been since that has happened for the Chicago Bulls. That's crazy to think about just uh, how things have gone for that. This was a team win and a good team win with that said. And, you know, I love the way that the Bulls performed in this game overall. We have our best rebounding uh, uh, game of the season, the best rebounding game uh, by any team in the 2023-24 season as well with 75 rebounds in that the Bulls also set a franchise record for rebounds in the first half where we had 39 rebounds in the first half of this game. This is how you want to see the Chicago Bulls play as far, as far as energy and defense. You definitely want to see players shoot better in this game than what they were able to shoot for. Kobe White, again, who had a had a cold night going 2 of 13 uh, from the, from three-point range. He went 5 of 20 from the field, but he still finished with the tied for the second, I mean the highest plus-minus. Uh, on the team because of this 12 assists, the eight rebounds that he had, the one steal, the one block. While Kobe White's shot was not falling, he found ways to impact the game and get his other players involved. Then that's what you want to see from your point guard, right? I would assume we got back to his scoring output. He got tied for the second highest plus minus on the team. Him and Julian Phillips, surprisingly enough, uh, tied for the second highest wires. Ernulot Batim and Kobe White tied for the highest plus minus uh, on the court for the Chicago Bulls last night. But this was a win where 
the Bulls figured it out. They did not allow themselves to go away quietly into the night, even with having a deficit in the fourth quarter where it seemed like it would be all over for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls dug in and played some of their best basketball that they've played. And yeah, they gave up a lot of points to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you know, and you know, the refs were involved in the game and things like that, but the Bulls overcame all of that. And I gotta give credit where credit is due to Billy Donovan. Yes, it was forced upon him with uh, with Alice Caruso being out in this game and the injuries that we have, but he did go to the young players in this game. He did go to earn a lot of team in this game and let him have the chance in his moment, which we'll talk about here in a second and why that's important. But it's just all really good to see a Bulls team that after one of the most disappointing losses in the season were able to bounce back in the way that they were and pull out the victory in this game, a, a game against the second-best defense in the league and one of the best teams in your conference, hell, in your division, right? And that's what you want to see from this Bulls team is how they execute and the fact that, you know, just to remind Bulls fans of the heart that this team can play with. You know, when when you play with execution, when you play with heart, it gets you in games that your talent level would say that you have no business getting into. Now, you don't want to, you know, go on that every time. You do want talent. You're going to need talent to go far. But this is just that 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 duality that we talk about with the Chicago Bulls and why some of the things are so disappointing, right? When you see the Bulls lose against a team like the Detroit Pistons, that's disappointing because we know they have performances like this in them in which they're able to beat teams that are on paper or, or that or not on paper there. It's just in reality are a lot better than the Chicago Bulls and so that's things to go to. We did use the double big lineup again last night as well. Um, it still was a net negative, right? Still was negative net plus minus. All those things were still true. But the thing that made it special last night, the 18 minutes, little over 18 minutes that Vooch and Drummond were all on the court together, we had a, net, a plus minus of negative three. We had a, a, net, a net rating of negative 10.7. But the things that the Bulls did well, they got 89% of the defensive rebounds when those players were on the court. That's astonishing. We got 40% of the offensive rebounds. That's astonishing. And the block percentage was 17% of the shots that were that were put up by the opposing team when DeMar and, and Vooch were out there got blocked. Now, we know that's not just down. Well, Vooch did have a nice blocking night for him especially. But though that that's those things are positive. The negative net rating, the negative net plus minus are things that I guess you're going to take with it. We're probably going to see this lineup again tomorrow against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I just would expect to see it. We'll see what Billy Donovan ends up bringing from it. But this was a good team win. It was just good to see the Bulls come out and get the victory in a game like this, especially after the disappointment of the last game. And the Bulls just need to unlock just playing with that edge. We keep I, I keep talking about the fact that this team has no real identity. And that that plays a part into what we see things like this happen with this team, right? Is that when you don't have that identity that you can rely on, when you don't have that coaching style that you can rely on, it gets you in places where when you when you face some adversity, you don't always come out on the other side of that. The teams with the identity, the teams with the edge, even when their talent level isn't the highest, right? Look at the Miami Heat, for example. They find a way to get it done. And so, you know, I hope this team, this is a step in that team, finding that identity. We got 23 games left on the season, I believe. I believe it's 23 games left on the season. And we'll see how the Bulls perform with that. I said it before, from now until like March 14th, it's all basically playoff teams that the Chicago Bulls are facing. So they got a murderer's row coming up, but these are the type of wins that remind us of just how good the Chicago Bulls team can be. Now, with that said, one of the biggest stories that are going to come out of this situation, uh, you know, out of this game was Ernalot Batim, the guy that AK went out and recruited last year, I mean, well, this offseason, to bring over from EuroLeague 
Remember that game that AK was sitting in last season when he was watching a random EuroLeague game? Guess who was playing in that game? Erno Lopp, team. You brought him over here. You recruited him. I understood sending him down to the G League initially to adjust right to life. Coming back over United States, even though he went to high school in the States, right? But, you know, Justin, just to the physicality of the NBA game. And to Batim's credit and the team's credit, when Batim started off G League, he was shooting a putrid 27% from the three-point line in the, in the G League. Now, he got that up to over 40% because he adjusted to the tone of the game as it went along. And Erlot Batim came into this game, and almost right away, he made a three-point shot, which is great because that's what we need. He goes ends up going two of two from three-point range in this game for 10 points, six rebounds. He was tied Kobe White for the highest plus-minus on the team of plus 16. But outside of that, he came in, and he, he, you can understand that he was a, he's been a pro for most of his adult life. And the fact that, you know, he understood where and when to be. The fact that he even was making defensive plays, getting switched at times on a Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. And while not a lockdown defender, he stood his own in those moments and did not back down and was was a solid enough defensively. And then the way that he moved, operates in space, how he knew how to get the ball off, right? Those type of things. Erno Lopatim showed right away why he could be a nice role player for the Chicago Bulls team with a with a ceiling of maybe even being higher as he grows and develops. And you love to see Batim get his moment. He actually talked about it after the game, and he said this. Getting that opportunity, what did that feel like for you, and uh, how prepared did you feel for that moment? I mean, uh, I really can't describe how I really feel, but it's not about my English, even my own language, because um, I was dreaming of this moment for a really long time. And I was really trying to be ready. Uh, my teammates really were helping me, my coaches, because um, I knew the chance was going like is going to come. But like you just never know when. But like you just have to be ready. We as a players, we always need to be ready physically and mentally. And I try my best to stay ready. Were you nervous, confident? Um, actually. When I stepped on the court, I was not nervous because that's what I do. We are basketball players and I was on the court, so no, I was not nervous. I was just excited and I was feeling unbelievable. I saw DeMar give you a hug kind of late in that second overtime. Uh, with Debo? Yeah, he gave you a big yes, hug. What did he, what do you say to you and what did that mean? That uh, Debo told me that he proud of me uh, and then like... Um, that means a lot to me because he's, I mean, I grew up watching him. He was one of my idols and, I, and right now we were on the court together. We won together and then uh, hearing that verse from him, it's a really huge blessing from him, from Kobe, Ayo, like everybody, Vuj, they were talking to me in the game after the game. I'm really, I'm, I'm really very lucky to because I have a teammates like them and coaches like them. And just see them pride. Like, you can tell that Erno Lopatim is just happy to be in this moment, especially when you talked about idolizing, uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan growing up and getting to, you know, hear that props from him and Kobe and things like that. And to see the way that the team celebrated him after the game in that locker room. Batim, again, I don't want to overstate it. What Like, he, it's one game so far. We need to see if he's going to be able to continue doing it. And one of the bigger things is we need to see if Billy Donovan's going to continue to play him, which we'll talk about here in a second. But the team overall came right in and, and he brought something that the Bulls have been needing. And that lies in some of the frustration. He's been here the whole time, right? And so while I understand that, that, that growing pains he needed to go through in the G League, because he did go through them there. When we started getting injuries, when Pat went down, when, when Torrey Craig went down, and we're in these games where 
but teams sitting on the bench and we need three-point shooting and Billy Donovan is not gone to him, hopefully this is a wake-up call and a wake-up call of why Billy Donovan needs to play the young players more often and more frequently so they are ready to go when we need to rely on them. For example, in this game, Julian Phillips and Ondolat Batim were both tied for the highest and the second most plus-minus in, in, on the team last night. That's the way they were able to impact the game. And while uh, Ondolat Batim deserves so much of the credit and so much of the attention because not only did he get to have his moment, Billy Donovan trusted Batim to stay out there in the overtime period in his first major game of getting minutes in the NBA. Batim came into this game having played two games, a total of six minutes. He played last night 28 minutes and had this the tied for the highest plus minus on the team, right? And then Julian Phillips making plays as well. The second most minutes off the bench for four, with 14 minutes, going two of six from the field, but he's at seven points, five rebounds, two assists, one still in that. He, he had a plus minus of plus 10. This needs to be a wake-up call to Billy Donovan, Billy Bubblegum Donovan, to play your young players, actually develop your young players, like give them a chance and an opportunity. I can understand when everybody's healthy, why you don't initially go to those players. You trust your veterans to kind of try to figure it out. But in a time where we're going to miss Patrick Williams for the rest of the year, Torrey Craig's going to be out for most of the of the of the year. And as long as Alice Caruso's down as well, see what you have in these young guys because your three-point shooter that you've been looking for apparently has always been on the roster. And that's the thing. And and, and just things that I look at, right? That that I that I say with that. So you know, I hope that that's a wake-up call for Billy Donovan. I hope that this is a wake-up call for the team as well. Trust and develop your young guys. It's it's not rocket science. This has been basketball and sports forever. You 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 you. Some development can be done in the G League, and I get and I get understand that. And the G League should actually be used as a farming system to develop your next crop of at least role players, if nothing else. Right? Some of the best teams in the NBA. That's what they do. So use it for that. But then outside of that, once they show that they're ready. Give them some opportunities, even if it is the random call-up of, hey, we're playing against a team that we think we're going to need some three-point shooting. The team, go ahead and travel with us today. We're going to get you five minutes, see where things go. The best development is when you get in an actual NBA game. There's nothing to substitute for the speed, strength, and athleticism of the actual NBA game. Yeah, the G League game can come close to that, but there's nothing that replaces that in the NBA game, and that's what we want to see from this Chicago Bulls team a little bit more frequently, and hopefully we do. Like I said, hoping that this is a wake-up call for Billy Donovan, at least during this stretch, play your young players more. Develop those young players. Let's see what we actually have in those guys so that they could be your next crop. And again, cost-effective players as well in that. When you bring over people from Euro EuroLeague, that's cost-effective. You can develop them. You can develop your players in the G League, Adama Sinago, uh, uh uh, Henry Drell as well, if you can develop those guys and they at least turn into, let's just say, two- to three-year role players for you, those are cost-effective contracts that you can get something out of. So, you know, hopefully, like I said, I, I know that, that, you know, asking for that for Billy Donovan is a big concern, but hopefully it is a wake-up call. And and on that note as well, Javon Carter does not need a role on this team anymore. I'm sorry. I know I was one of the guys, and I got to eat, eat crow on this. I was one of the guys that thought that Javon Carter could come in and contend for the starting point guard role. I really did, but Javon Carter has largely been nothing but trash. And people can say it's the opportunity, it's the minutes, it's whatever it is. I'm of the mindset you have to earn your minutes on the court. And Javon Carter, 37% shooting from the field. 37% shooting from the field. 
And even in the seasons before in his NBA career where he shot around 30-some percent, he was giving more. His He just wasn't playing that many minutes, right? The 13 minutes he's playing, 33% from three-point range. The defensive rating's in the toilet. Javon Carter has just not been good for the Bulls. And so why not give your young players the opportunity? It'd be different if Javon was killing it cool, right? It is what it is there. But with Javon not being consistent and not being consistently good for damn sure, give, give these young guys an opportunity to play. Let's see what we got in them because – this could be help extend that future of the Chicago Bulls, and I hope Billy Donovan's waking up to it. Now, it's something that I talked about yesterday, so I feel it's fair to bring it today. We talked about the report that Lonzo Ball set, had another setback in his recovery. Well, for what it's worth, Lonzo Ball actually posted a video of him dunking after those rumors came out. Now, this is very similar to what Lonzo Ball did after Stephen A. Smith talked about his injury, and he did the whole sitting and standing in a chair thing. But the, but the fact remains, and while it's great to see Lonzo Ball dunking a basketball, it's great to see that. I don't want to take away from that. The fact is, is that you're still not cleared to do what the medical staff would have you believe. So while it's great, and I know the fans is going to get people riled up to see Lonzo Ball dunking a basketball, it's great to see. Do not get me wrong. But the fact is, experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Because that does not take away from the fact that you have you are not clear to the hurdle that they put in front of you. You are behind schedule. You still had another setback. Now, I said in yesterday's video as well that it's very possible that Lonzo Ball could hit a, a progression and then be back on, on track. It's definitely possible. And let's hope that's possible. But I really wanted to talk about this as well because if I'm going to report on the negative, I also have to report on the totality of the story as it changes. And Lonzo Ball posting that video... And listen, he didn't seem like he landed too gingerly either, so there's something to be said with that. I'm sure guys are going to break down that video and everything, but I wanted to mention that as well. Now, with that said, of course, with, with an overtime victory last night, we got tons of voicemails in, so because I don't want it to overflow, we got three voicemails we're going to play on today's show. This first one, wait, sorry, before we get into the voicemails, we got to get into a message from our sponsor, and that's Aura. I'm sure most of you know anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full legal name and personal email, your home address, phone number, and even your relatives. For me, personally, I never took this kind of stuff seriously, that people can take my personal data and use it for their own financial gain. Well, in 2019, I got my identity stolen, including my social security number and credit card information, and it was a total nightmare getting it all sorted out. From recouping loans that were taken out in my name and shopping sprees on my credit card, there are some really bad people out there, and it's sad to say, 
but it's true. Do a Google search for your personal information or someone you know and see if a people search site shows up. The information is easily accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spanners, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. And so for me, protecting my and my family's personal data and information is at the utmost importance because of the terrible experience I had four years ago. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura will identify data brokers that are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They will even opt out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in any data breach and exposed on the dark web. Aura's app also features VPN, password manager, real-time credit card and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your device from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app, which is what makes it so amazing so that you don't have to use multiple platforms and sites to protect yourself. Let Aura do the hard work, keeping you safe online. And if you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two-week free trial with my link below. You'll be shocked at how much your private information Aura finds exposed over two weeks. I was shocked at how much my information Aura was able to find when I was using the app. Go to Aura.com CBC to start your free trial. Also linked in the description, or you can scan the QR code here. Now back to the video. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get into the voicemails for today. This first voicemail, this one's this one's from Corn. Hey, what's going on, King? It's Corn, man. Um, this one is for you, man. Um, you know, I know it's a thousand coming up, thousand episodes straight, brother. Um, I haven't heard too many content creators that ever did that, brother. Um, I just want to say I appreciate you because without you and the Cognac Boys and Pat. He's here, Stefan Don, those guys over there, Breeze Central. Um, it, it, you know, it, I just truly appreciate y'all, but you, man, you, you the GOAT, man. You are the motherfucking GOAT to me. You know how I am, you know what I'm saying? You know, if I feel like somebody or something, that's what it is. <laughs> kind of hard to make me change my mind off of that. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, this is why I said, man, you are the hardest working man in Chicago Bulls content creators, man. You are the James Brown. I know it's hard for you to think that because James Brown is the GOAT himself. He's the greatest. He's the star of all. But he is also the hardest working man in show business. And you are the hardest working man to me on YouTube. To me. You know what I'm saying? I know there's probably other people or whatever. But to me, you are that king. And I appreciate you, brother. And I just want to say, you know what I'm saying, before black history is over, you know, the show appreciation to our teams, man. It's, it's hard for sometimes for black men, as well as black men, to show appreciation to another black man because it seems soft and weird or whatever. No, nah, man, fuck all that. I'm going to show my appreciation to a team when he's doing it right and he's doing everything the right way. And that's you, brother. You know what I'm saying? We don't always agree with everything. You know what I'm saying? When the draft comes, then you go get into it. We know it. <laughs> and we know who. We know about who. But regardless of that, I always respect your opinion. I always respect the man that you are. I always respect that drip, drip. <laughs> Best Chicago Bulls drip I ever seen. Let's see that pink. I was like, this brother got the pink. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to take time, man, and say that before you hit the thousand, I want to take my time before you hit the thousand because I'm going to be there at the show to graduate you then. But I just want to say, before the thousand, man, I I appreciate you, team. I appreciate everything you do, man. 
and I'm going to be here when you hit the 1,000 more and 1,000 more, and we will call you Mr. 3,000 like your mother. <laughs> we will call you Mr. 3,000 in this bitch. You heard? Love you, King. Bless you. <laughs> First of all, brother, I got to I gotta t- say thank you, man. That's, that's all I can say to that is thank you. Um, episode 1000 drops tomorrow. And it is a culmination of just the hard work that I've put in over the years. And I, I thank you guys. And like I said, I, I appreciate all the, the I, I appreciate all the love there, bro. I really do appreciate it. But you guys really deserve the love for this. Because like I said, there have been times, the whole first year and a half of the show, I sucked at promoting the show, but it still grew at a great rate. And that is because of guys like you, Corn, spreading the word, talking about the show to other people. And I appreciate that, man. And when it comes down to it, it's not always about agreeing, right? We're, we're, there's a voice I'm going to play that I adamantly disagree, but it's about having that dialogue and, right, having a spot for Bulls fans to be able to come, have discussion, have discourse, and 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 love this team. And that's really what it's about. But Chicago Bulls Central is for the children. No, this Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, Chicago Bulls Central is for Bulls fans of all ages. And while I curse and it's not going to be for everybody and things like that, it 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 it, it is representative of, I, I hope of Chicago culture. I hope it's representative. Representative. I, I'm just gonna keep fucking up that word. Representative of uh, of Bulls fandom, and you know, I, I want it to feel like you're sitting, talking, chilling, talking sports to your homie, man. Uh, now, as far as we don't always agree, here's what I'll say. I actually gotta give you credit. I, I I'm not. I'm still not saying that Zach Eady is gonna be an NBA level player. But I am starting to like Zach Eady a little bit more than what I did when you first brought him up. I got to admit it. I got to say it. I got to admit it. I got to admit it. I saw a game a couple of days ago where I'm like, hey, hey, okay, there may be something to work here. I still think there's about three bigs on the board that I would take before Zach Eady. But I will say this. Zach Eady has kind of grown on me a little bit. I still don't think he's an NBA player, but I do respect this hustle. I respect this grind, and I do respect the heart that he plays with and how he does play and how, how dominant he is at that collegiate level. But all right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into the next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, guys? I know this may seem like a long shot, bruh, but what if Patrick Williams is not really done for this entire season? Look, I know what people say, a bone bruise, whatever, blah, 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 but remember, he was supposed to be out for the whole entire season, the season before last when he broke when he broke his arm against Mitchell Robinson, and then he ended up coming back later on. I know what you're going to say, it's a bone bruise, but remember, I don't know if you remember this player back that played for the Brooklyn Nets. His name was Mirza Toledovich, and I think he came back after being diagnosed with blood clots a season, a couple of seasons ago. I mean, not to say he performed well if we get to the postseason, but have it ever occurred to you in your mind, even though they ruled him out for the entire season, Patrick Williams out for the entire season? Yeah, have it ever occurred in your mind maybe he may not be done for the entire season because I. Because after seeing him come back from that broken arm, broken arm, I think he possibly could come back later on in the season. Again, I know that's just wishful thinking, but I mean, it has happened before where a player has been ruled out for the whole entire season, and then they end up coming back. Look at what Paul George did with that broken leg. He wasn't supposed to come back to the Indiana Pacers, but he ended up coming back later on. I mean, again, I'm not saying that that will happen, but maybe it could. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. Um, so Shay, I get what you're getting at with that. And yes, Patrick Williams is historically a, a fast healer, but uh Patrick Williams' injury was actually upgraded to a stress fracture. So the recovery time is that on four is four months. There's almost no chance that Patrick Williams returns this season. It's just it's just not. So, you know, and also surgery on your foot is kind of difficult because you gotta stay off of it for it to heal. So it, it, basketball players usually don't come back early from foot surgery type things, but 
here's what I'll say. Regardless of him coming back this season or not, I just hope that he comes back, he unlocks the mentality that he needs to have, and he comes back for this team and plays with a more consistent level of energy with this team. And whether that has to come via DeMar leaving or anybody else, I just hope that Patrick Williams, going through this offseason, whatever comes of the contract, he just comes in ready to go for next offseason. And we see more of what we saw from Pat this December throughout a whole season, rather than it just being glimpses over months. That's that's what I hope to say, Shay. But great points there. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from T'Challa. Yeah, this your boy T'Challa, your motherfucking savior. How you doing, hey? I seen how you lost your mind and your blood, your your blood pressure and temperature went up last night, man. I understand your pain, but I quite don't feel a thing because I know what to look for upon this season. You're looking for all the wrong things. You're looking for love in the wrong place. Thing is, the biggest people that you give praise to are our biggest trade assets and actually what's holding us back. <clears throat> we don't have a future with those veterans because they just not going to ever get us over the hump whether all our team come back. The biggest players, the biggest players that, that hold us back is our core, which is Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. And you know me how big of a Zach Levine fan I am. He don't like Billy Bubblegum Donovan. He don't like him. And whatever that situation is, uh, why it is, what it is, the thing is this core just don't work. So our, our veterans, they're going to continue to put up good numbers. They're going to do what they do. And we're not going to never go very far. And then it's going to always hinder the growth of the young guys. We need to trade them so we can get more trade assets. Uh, um, and get more draft a- uh, assets so we can become a better team. So that's basically what we got to do. We got to aim for that, getting them older guys up out of here so we can do bigger things in the draft and build around our young players through the draft. That's what a lot of Bulls fans don't understand. We have to get rid of these old guys because we can't stay stuck. And by us keeping them, that's what happens. So as long as we get rid of them, them old guys, we're going to still suck for a few years, but we're supposed to be looking at our games from a developmental aspect. And this is what we're supposed to be starting to look at the games now, not from a competitive aspect as far as what you guys thinking. You guys thinking too much of when he said competitive. No. And then, did you know Kobe White was hurt? Ever since he had that hand injury, he started shooting worse. You got to look at all all the things that has everything to do with every play of the game. Kobe White is hurt. Hand injury affects shooting. So that's just one aspect of it, of why he's been shooting so bad. Pay attention. But better let, but better next year. Better luck next year, my boy. Calm down. Calm your nerves, man. It's going to get greater later. Okay. Here's where we go. First of all, saying that Alex Caruso is holding anybody back is idiotic. First of all, and I'm saying this all in love. I'm not trying to come at you. But the thing and the problem with you, T'Challo, is that you literally backtrack every day. You you want to be right. And the thing that I always say about people who are more focused on wanting to be right is that they then miss what the actual has happened because they just want to present themselves as being right. You say in this voicemail that today that, oh, well, the veterans are holding us back. The veterans are holding us back. And you left this after the Detroit game. But then after the Cleveland Cavaliers game, oh, the veterans turned the clock back. This is exactly what the front office wanted. You literally contradict yourself every other day because you're more focused on being right than focused on objectively looking at what's happening with this team. And that is why people respond to your voicemails the way that they do when when it's played on the show because 
it, it, that's that you can feel that when people more so want to be right than just say their opinion. One person that I'll give credit to, the person who left the voicemail before you, Shay will be wrong a lot, but he states his opinion. He gives a reason on why that's his his opinion, and he doesn't try to present it unless it's about Vooch as this. Oh, I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. Thing, T'Challa, your problem isn't your opinion. You're entitled to have your opinion, but it, the thing is that you try to present it as you have this inside edge on everybody else, like you see something that's not there, and by doing that, you end up missing a lot because you're just out to try to be right rather than try to try to objectively look at the information said. See what I like looking at your comment here today, right? Is that you just like now people starting to see why I side with our front office? How are you going to say that you side with the front office when you just said, "Hey, we got players on this team that." That the the veterans are the ones holding us back, but now in a in a game where the veterans are the one leading the edge, now you're now you're seeing what what are you talking about, bro? Like 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 honestly, and then you say this: we got to make controversial takes sometimes because it's simply provocative. So that right there, again, I'm reading your comments. You guys can go in the comment section and look at look at the the last night's post game show and see it. You're contradicting yourself, Tichalo, and that's the part. Again, I can rock with any opinion. You are entitled to your own opinion about this team. But when you say things to purposely try to be provocative or try to put yourself in a position like you're you're informed when you're really not, come on, man. What are we talking about? Like, even this comment, our vets turn the clock back. We saw Toronto DeMar and, or, or, and Orlando Vooch. This is what we need from these guys. Give us the hope that that we're going to at least be competitive in the play. But you just said it's not about being competitive. You just said the vets are holding us back. You just said that that it's all about development. Now you want to see us be competitive? Again, I'm reading just your words there, brother. Stop contradicting yourself. Stop trying to just be right and just state your opinion. If your opinion is, hey, the front office, I like what they're doing. I think it's going to take some time. That's one thing. But then when you come here and try to crap on Bulls fans, because you're not coming at my opinion, you're coming at other Bulls fans of, oh, you guys are wrong. You're just not seeing what the front office is doing. But then you contradict yourself depending upon whether the Bulls win or lose. I'm sorry, bro, but that doesn't hit the way that you think it hits and make you seem like you're right about things. Hopefully, again, hopefully you take this in love. And uh, again, we'll see what comes out of it. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys are leaving uh, your your uh, feedback, comments, concerns. I'll, I'll tell you how to get that in in a second. Uh, follow the show at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.